Welcome to the 202020 Mastery Mission, The Stories. In this part two recording, we welcome back our guests to share war stories and bake in the concepts covered in their mastery session. Concepts are great, but everyone loves a story, exclusive to hunters and unicorns. The 202020 Mastery Mission is sponsored by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. Welcome to Hunters of Unicorns, the 202020 Mastery Mission. We welcome back for his second session, Ryan Precious. Now, in his first session, Ryan shared with us his insight into the interview process. And what would be really, really useful, Ryan, is if you could maybe give us an example or tell us a story of, of a time when, when you perhaps interviewed, um, you know, your, your, your first initial experiences of interviewing within the Playbook community. Yeah, yeah, sounds good, Simon. And um, it's probably almost 10 years ago now, and it still kind of feels like yesterday. I think what jumps out to me and what I've learned from that first interview and you know some of the training and development I've got since then as a as a leader and what I apply today today is still pretty relevant and, and fresh. So, you know, when I was looking to uh, join App Dynamics, this was in the fall of of 2013. You know, there's three people I met with and interviewed. Once was Sean Andrew, who was uh, you know my boss and VP at the time. Um, he was kind of my my coach and champion, I think, throughout the process and. Just honestly, still a, a, a mentor and you know a close friend today. I had an interview with with Dolly Rogic, who was running our U.S. Enterprise team at the time, and then Joe Sexton, who was our president. I think you know at the time, 2013, AppD just hit the Gardner Magic Quadrant. Didn't know a ton about the company. Um, it was actually the the first company I ever interviewed with outside of my my first job, which was uh, with, with BlackBerry. And I think a recruiter just caught me, you know, on the right day with with my guard down and. For whatever reason, I agreed to go meet them. And you know, I did a little bit of research on the individuals and companies. I think what's almost hard to quantify is after I met with all three of those individuals, kind of just the energy I felt. And I was like, okay, these these people are players. These are the type of people I want to work for uh, and with. And there was different kind of tests with, with all three. In particular, I think the one with Dolly, um, if anyone knows Dolly, uh, was probably the most memorable. And, you know, at one point in time was he was getting close and he was almost like in, in my comfort zone a little bit. And I'm like, am I interviewing with this person? Am I like going to almost like getting a little scrappier? Uh, it got made me uncomfortable, but I, but I kind of liked it. Like I kind of liked the intensity and, and the engagement. And so just that that's such a memorable process to me. I can always remember like where I was at that AppDynamics office at the time, the people around, and it just left such an impression. I just left there and called, you know, my wife and I remember calling my father right away and just being excited about this opportunity. And um, that was my first entrance into the, the playbook community, as you mentioned, uh, Simon, and, and haven't looked back since then. So what were your expectations before you walked in? You said that you didn't really know much about, did, did, did you realize the process you were entering and you know, where were you kind of in, in your mindset prior to this? Yeah, I, I was, you know, very happily, you know, in, in employed at, at Blackberry. I'd been there my entire career. I'd been promotions. They moved me to a new country. Um, and I felt, you know, although the company was going through some challenges, I always felt, you know, well, well taken care of. And, uh, you know, so showed up to the, this conversation and, 
I think just much like maybe how I approached an interview when I got like my first job out of, out of uni and just showed up with like a, a piece of paper and did a little research. And I felt it went well, I think maybe mostly just off of some, some natural uh, ability and having experience. But I left there, I was like, you know, this is a different level, I think, of expectation in, in company. I think, you know, when I came back for the follow-up interview, it, it actually, you know, I, I, I did a lot of research because it's like, wow, this is different. I want to work here. I want to understand what makes these people tick. What's this company all about? What's their competition? What's the market? Where is it going? How can I make an impact? Most important, like especially early in your career, take a job for where you could learn as well, too. I think obviously everyone has their own decision criteria and matrix and compensation is important and, you know, upside of a company. But who are you going to work for and with? Um, because those are skills that will get you the next job and the next job after that. So I think just after that that first experience, I realized I kind of needed to, to up my game. I remember connecting with, with Sean after that and how I could better prep and felt like I could better execute. I'm sure he probably, you know, looking back at it, appreciated me taking the initiative and, and that coaching and, and, and drive. And, um, yeah, just learned a lot th through that entire process. Yeah. Looking, looking back at that interview, obviously you mentioned before around some of the attributes that they're testing and people within this community are testing, such as the intelligence, characteristics, coachability. Can you go back to that time and can you think of any examples or can you remember them testing you around specific questions? Yeah, it was kind of more that that second and third level I don't think I was used to. Um, and that I so much kind of appreciate and kind of getting uncomfortable and understanding the why and going deeper. You know, I felt like, yeah, I, I, I've made it. I, I, I got my master's in business and I've always kind of, you know, done well and I'm doing really well at BlackBerry. And I had probably some irrational confidence from my own experience. And then, you know, just breaking it down. And, you know, why have you done well? Whereas pipeline come from? How do you recruit? How do you develop people? How do you promote? How do you retain people? You know, I felt good about all my answers, but I just wasn't expecting almost that level of, you know, inspection and command of my business. Thankfully, I think I, you know, I answered those questions well enough. They wanted me to get a, a seat on that rocket ship at the time and very thankful and grateful for that. But I realized like, wow, as a hiring manager, look at all the questions and process I'm going through to come in. I need to probably start upping my game for the people I'm hiring and versus just showing up and, you know, making a hiring decision after meeting someone for 60 minutes. You know, what I've learned is like that's a three to five million dollar decision you're making when, when you hire someone. When you look at the time that's put in, the time to ramp, the time to develop, the time that you realize maybe I didn't get the right person, how you try and coach them up, eventually manage out. And then you start the process all over again. I just know how much sleep I lose or how obsessive I am over, you know, seven figure deals within my company. Are we having that as a hiring manager, that same obsession with the talent we're, we're looking to onboard? You've mentioned a few times that these guys, it was different. You said that these guys were a different level, different level. You've kind of repeated that a few times. What, what, what was it about that? Was it their intensity? Was it their focus? Was it their ability to ask questions? What was it about that that really had that impact on you? All of the above, I, I think, Simon, all of the above. I think it's asking 
the second and third level questions and, hey, you attained this number this quarter. How did you get there? What's the breakdown? Was that self-source pipeline? Was that through marketing? Was that net new logos? Was that expansions? And normally interviews I had given previous to them, it's like, oh, you, you hit you hit your number. Good job. Not like digging in the why behind it. That absolutely that that level of intensity, you know, just kind of having to be on point and on your game that that entire meeting. And just I think the level of professionalism and expectation as well, too. And I loved it. I was just leaning into it. I'm still excited about it. Like I said, I think that was about nine years ago now. And I, I think just, you know, if they're operating an interview this way, I felt really confident at the time. You know, there's a million SaaS companies out there today. You know, this is a time when AppDynamics was like a, a pre-unicorn. I think that mitigated, I felt like, a lot of risk from leaving, you know, a well-established publicly traded company to taking, you know, an educated bet and an educated risk on a, a pre-unicorn SaaS company because I, I kind of had a belief in the talent there uh, as well too. So that made a kind of a big decision for me was, you know, that risk reward. And that was absolutely mitigated um, through the interview process. Obviously, Hunters and Unicorns, the podcast series was very much around, you know, is it the tech? Can you become a billion dollar valuation company? With without the people of the hunters, obviously, what what can you have unicorns without the without the hunters? And, and I suppose just reflecting on what Ollie's just kind of mentioned to you about the fact that you did buy into the people. Do do you think that understanding this interview process, how crucial is it for the success of these organisations, and, and and why do they take this interview process so seriously? It's both. I think you got to have you got to have the product. You have to have the addressable market and you have to have the execution. I think it's hard to say, you know, one above the other. I'm sure some people will argue we're so good at sales and executions. We can sell anything. I'm sure product people would say, hey, we have the best product. Maybe we don't need this level of, of sales. But that, that's where true, you know, I, I think true unicorns happen when you have growth. You have the product market fit. You have the TAM. You have the leadership team. And then you have the sales process, the sales discipline, and that level of hiring. So absolutely, I think, you know, both is required. I suppose in terms of, um, you know, the, 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 the story, obviously, you, you've, you've mentioned that you had this initial kind of first interaction. You upped your game. How did things then materialize beyond that? You know, was it just plain sailing all the way through to the end or, or were there some ups and downs along the way? Yeah, I think there was uh, ups and downs outside of probably the, the leadership's control in mine. I, I joined AppDynamics a year and a half later after that initial interview, um, partially because there was a, a visa, a green card, you know, waiting in the mail. I kept in touch with AppDynamics for almost a year and a half. They kept in touch with me and then, you know, it ended up working. We came to, together towards a partnership uh, almost a year and a half later. So that was just that also taught me like the long game of recruiting and some of the best people I've recruited now. It's, it's not just, you know, this two, three, four week sprint. Someone's taken years. Uh, I just extended an offer to, to an in individual going to be joining us in a few weeks. I've been talking to him for two years. Finally, it's, you know, right place, right time. Uh, and I've had a number of stories like that. And I think just that interview process have left such an impression with me around getting the top people and the top talent. A players always find a way to win. I could hire, you know, I could have the best product, the best onboarding, the best playbook. If I get people that are 
B and C players. And I know that's somewhat subjective, but, you know, coming in and maybe they're not being as coachable as, as you want or don't have that right level of drive, you're, you're not going to win. But, you know, even if I just do a mediocre job at, at onboarding, even if our product's not exactly where it quite needs to be yet, if we hire A players, they're going to find a way to win. They're going to attract other A players and you get that ecosystem, you know, cranking from there. So that initial interview has just left such a lasting impression. And that, that's just probably the one of the biggest efforts I have in, in my, my, my job as a sales leader. And uh, I had an interview before this podcast. I got to follow up with a candidate who's probably texting me right now, you know, after this podcast. And it's, it's the biggest part of my day. And if you think of McMahon's playbook, recruit, retain revenue, recruit is first, you know, for a reason. And I think just obsessing over the talent you can get, especially the growth, you know, a lot of unicorns go through. I've done over a thousand interviews in, in my career and, you know, only a small, you know, a smaller percent of people have actually, you know, been hired. But once you're in and you go through that process, you know, I've been fortunate to hire, you know, people I've been, you know, at other firms with and, and rehired them again here because, They've nailed that process. They get on board. They're coachable. And then it just makes it, you know, kind of easier going forward to, to, to roll with that same team because, you know, you've been through you've been through battles and been through the trenches um, with them. Amazing. It's been it's been fascinating and so interesting for you to really share your, your story and your journey. And, you know, what's what's interesting is, you know, 10 years ago, you had this this interview that was a little bit surprising and that really kind of spurred you on and it's it's amazing to see the trajectory of where you started by seizing that opportunity and then you know where it's brought you today so it's 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 just a great 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 story so thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today it's been truly interesting and and enjoyable and i'm certain that our, our viewers and our listeners took lots away from today yeah you bet thanks simon thanks all. absolutely our pleasure thank you so much ryan and again to all our listeners you know this is an opportunity for us all to interact and um, we'd love to hear your stories good bad the ugly sharing those opportunities sharing tips again this community is great for being able to to help one another so um yeah please do like share and comment within this feed i would love to hear your stories but thank you all for joining us on a, another mastery mission have you enjoyed the session today please help others discover our series by sharing and liking our content are you on the mission click subscribe so you don't miss out the 202020 mastery mission the stories are brought to you by soap the global recruitment partner for the playbook community Check out so muchsoap.com for more information.